Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Mary Frances. And I'm Jenna. And, and together, together, we are Insanely Relative. Hello, welcome. Today is Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. And today's podcast is going to be about self-care or taking care of yourself, for those of you that don't like that term. And our quote for today is, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself first. I know many people think self-care is selfish or they're sitting there thinking, when do I have time to take care of me? When I have a job, a home, family, and all the tasks that come with that. I ask you to think for a minute. If your cup is empty, how well are you doing those tasks? Exactly. How, how good are you showing up for your son, your children, your husband, your work, anything? Um, how are you doing that on an empty cup? I struggled with this for a long time, thinking that taking care of me should come last and that my job had, was to make sure everyone else was okay. Husband, son, dog, house, job, friends, volunteer commitments, you name it. There were days where I'd wake up feeling so tired and empty <clears throat> that the thought of getting a shower and doing it all over again overwhelmed me. I was pouring from an empty cup. This does not work for long. You may think you've got this and then something creeps up on you. Maybe you hit a wall at 2 p.m. and don't know how you will get through the rest of the day. Maybe you wake up sore and wonder why. <clears throat> Just walking on your two feet hurts. Maybe you have headaches, body pain, exhaustion, anger, and you don't know why you're short with people that you love. Because your cup is empty. And there you have it. Right. So the bottom line is, is that we all, as women, have to take time for ourselves. Yes. We always put ourselves last. Traditionally, we're always last. We do everything for everybody, and then mm -hmm. we take time for us. And when we say taking time for us, we don't mean going to the bathroom without your children. Yeah. That's not taking time for you. Although that's wonderful if you have several children, that is not what we mean. No. Um, you need to understand that to be a good mom, you have to take the time to mm -hmm. figure out what you need and what makes you happy. Because, you know, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy. Right. Right. So, so true. There's um, a scenario that I always think of, and I think every mom can relate to this. It's like your spouse leaves for work, and you have, what, maybe 10 minutes for a mm -hmm. cup of coffee, and then the kids are up. Mm -hmm. Then we're trying to figure out, what are we going to have for breakfast? And then somebody wants waffles, somebody wants eggs, and it's like, here's cereal, deal with it. Right. And then that kind of sets the tone for the day, because you might not have slept well. Right. You might be tired from the day before. Mm -hmm. You're just exhausted, um, then all of a sudden, kid starts misbehaving. Then it's lunchtime. Before you know it, it's lunchtime. And again, you make something, they don't like it. It's a battle. Mm. Then you got to go to the doctor's appointments. You got to do school activities, all kinds of stuff. Next thing you know, your husband's home. He wants to know what's for dinner, and you had hoped that he'd got a pizza. <laughs> so it's true. So it's true. when you're fried, you either yell, you lose it, or you withdraw mm -hmm. and you retreat. Mm -hmm. And None of those scenarios are good, but no. we have all been there. Yes. All of us. And I know I could speak from experience because my kids are older now. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a lot. It's a lot when I think back about, man, was I a bad mom? <laughs> I think I was just overwhelmed. Right. Because they don't think I was bad. I mean, you can ask them. I don't think they would say I was bad. <laughs> <laughs> because they probably 
probably a lot of it probably just went right over their head. You right, know, they probably. were kids. They were they probably to be fair tuned you out right Most when you were likely. yelling because yeah. I know my child does that and yeah. doesn't even hear me sometimes. So yeah, they probably wouldn't have the same thought processes you do about that. Right, but you do have to become the best version of you. You do. And you have to take steps to do that. That doesn't just happen in a day. That's not just like, oh, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to take an hour and I'm going to become the best version of me. Right. No, it's an ongoing process. Um, and I think everyone listening can relate to this. You? In some uh, way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, maybe not the overwhelm that you know other people would experience, but you're definitely experiencing this in some way. Especially now. Yes. Because there's been you know the, the quarantines mm-hmm. and the lockdowns and the change of of life for everybody kids are home now parents are home now where do you find the time to become the best version of you because you're constantly together together there's a lot of togetherness there is and you can't just get up and go out with your girlfriends to a restaurant and have a meal no well now you know it's you can but it's definitely a different situation and it's it's tough it's tough during these times and you really have to take care of yourself and not and mind body soul everything not just one or the other um and trust me when i tell you that has changed my life on so many levels to do this mm-hmm. it really has it's like you said it, it makes you a better mom a better wife a better friend sure <clears throat> and you have to ask yourself am i being selfish and i think the answer is no so interestingly my health coach told me a little thing yesterday she said that she spoke to somebody one time and they told her that selfish and selfless are both bad basically Mm. right explain because if you're selfish you're not doing anything for anybody right right if you're selfless you're You're doing doing too much for everybody so you're not if there's not a balance it's very imbalanced right so not that it's bad to be selfless it's good to help people and do things that you want to do for them and help and be the best you can be. But if you don't take care of you first, mm-hmm. how do you show up for that? How yeah. can you be that person for and those I think people? That's, that's true. My job. And- exactly. One of the biggest things that I had learned when my kids were little was the art of saying no. And I never mm-hmm. did. Right. I was the homeroom mom. I was doing the field trips. I was trying to do the birthday parties. Mm-hmm. I still wanted to be a good wife, so I was trying to get dinner on the table and doing mm-hmm. all this. So when people would call me and say, oh, hey, you seem organized. Will you do this project? Will you do this fundraiser? And I always said yes, and I never had any time for myself. Right. So it wasn't until later in life, probably when the kids were in like sixth grade, right. when I thought, you know what? No. Right. No, I'm not doing this mm-hmm. because I have absolutely no time for me. I was fried. I was not as patient as I normally mm. could be. Right. Because I was overextended. Mm-hmm. So it's okay mm-hmm. to say no. It's absolutely okay to say no. And that's a lesson I learned not too long ago because I had the same situation where I was saying yes to everything. I oh, was oh, and who told you to say volunteer. no? Volunteer. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> From the beginning, you were like, I don't know about this. Um, volunteered, committed to everything at school, field trips, you name it, HSA, um, everything. And I had a friend tell me when I was at a meeting at the school regarding something with the HSA, she looked at me and said, you know, Jenna, you, you're great. You're a great person. You're really kind, but you have to stop enabling people. And when she told me that, I looked at her and I was like, wow, this girl doesn't really even know me like you know, you do as well. Yeah. As well. And she picked up on that like quickly, which means 
I portray that on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I feel like I enable people to the, to a great extent, but I got what she was saying. Like, you have to say no. Mm-hmm. You can't, when someone comes to you and says, we really need you to do this. We have nobody else to do it. You don't have to be the person to say, yes, I'll do it. Right. No, you don't. no is actually a complete sentence. It is. You don't need an explanation. No. Just the answer is no. Or I'm not available. Right. No, thank you. Just no. No. And don't ever apologize either for that. Right. You know, because you don't want it to be no, I'm sorry. Because you then invalidate that no. You give false hope. You give, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You make them feel like, well, I really feel bad that I said no, so maybe they could weasel it out of you. Or next time. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. But you can't, you cannot be emotionally supportive of the people that are really important in your life that you need to nurture and take care of if you're not nurturing yourself. No. And if you're emotionally and physically exhausted, then you can't. You can't. You can't. And you don't want to. You don't want to because you're exhausted. You have no energy. And yeah. this goes for dads too. It does. It we're goes just for talking anyone. from a mom perspective, right? But we're not discounting dads out there either. We know that that they have this. They're in the same boat too, especially with everybody working from home, right? Right. And finding time after a long twelve-hour day at the office, coming home, want to spend time with your child and wife. You know, when do you make time for yourself? So right. it is very important. And you know, it doesn't have to be expensive. I think a lot of people think yeah. when you say self-care, which, like I said, some people don't like that word, um, that it's it means go out and get a massage, get your nails done, get your pedicure. You know, go shopping, go to out to dinner. It doesn't have to be that. Yes, it can be that. Sure, if you are want it to be, and if mm-hmm. you're in the position for it to be. But it could also be sitting on your back porch with a cup of coffee for twenty minutes or a glass by of yourself, wine. or a glass of wine, <laughs> or or a whiskey, <laughs> watching a show you enjoy by yourself. Or sit, you know, um, going for a walk, going for a walk with friends, reading something Mm -hmm. you choose to read, not something you have to read. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we all have to do that in a day. And I don't mean sixth grade homework directions, ladies. I mean, something you enjoy. Right. Um, and, and it, it, it has a definitely looks different for everybody. Somebody with little kids, babies is going to have a different idea of taking care of themselves than somebody who has a sixth grader. Like I do where I have time during the day because he's at school and I can't, well, sometimes, (laughs) uh, during this pandemic, sometimes he's at school. Um, and I can do those things that maybe you can't if you have an infinite home. So you have to try to find that time in a different way. But it's so important. It's very important. And I had always, it, there is a flip side to it though, because you do want to appreciate the chaos. Yes. Because like my kids are 27 and almost 25. And I now have almost too much time yes. by myself. <laughs> So uh, I used to think, oh my gosh, if I could just have 10 minutes at the pool by myself, that would be great. Well, now I have like three hours and I'm by myself and I'm like, doesn't anybody want to come and like sit by the pool with me? But everybody's busy. So I'll come sit by the pool with you. This is true, but I don't want the 12 year old. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. He loves his aunt. I know he better. Um, But the the thing is, is that you have to just put everything into perspective. Mm-hmm. So yes, just be careful. All I'm saying is be careful what you wish for. Right. Because eventually you will have a lot of time to yourself. Yes. But for now, the easy part is saying no to others mm-hmm. and making a little bit of time for yourself so right. that you can be that better mom and be more focused. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even giving them time to themselves. And I'm not talking about video games. 
I'm right. saying, listen, you're going to go ride your bike while I walk behind you or mm-hmm. ride a bike behind you. But I have, I have biking issues. <laughs> I almost died in Naples. But anyway, oh, Florida, not, not Italy. Um, but I do think that you can make time mm-hmm. on, in a healthy way outside mm-hmm. with your kids as opposed to just saying, I got to get away for 15 yes. minutes. Yes. You can get away together, together but separately. Right. We exactly. do that. We do that. We go for family walks. Connor will ride his bike or his scooter or his skateboard and I will walk the dog right. or but um and that's fine some days, but right. some days it's not enough. Some days I need that right. just Jenna time. Yeah. And like for me, it is sitting quietly, drinking coffee right. and maybe reading or, you know, um, my time with my health coach that I recently yeah. talked about, that's my time every week. I look forward to it because it's a half hour for me. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is there except her and I, and we are going over my goals and the things that I'm trying to attain and meet. And that is important because that's what keeps me on track every day. Yeah. Taking care of myself. Need. They're the things I need. It's the eating right. It's sleeping right. It's you know, like we said in our previous episode about anxiety, very mm-hmm. similar types of things. Like you sleep, your sleep, your eating, your hydration, your mental ability, you know, capacity. It's it's all works together, and it's really important to get that time so that you are refreshed. Right, and I think when you start to feel that you are becoming overwhelmed, I still mm-hmm. think the most important thing is to tell somebody. Mm-hmm. Even if it's your husband, right? Um, you tell, listen, I'm really overwhelmed and I need time. And right. they might come back at you with, well, you know what? I'm overwhelmed too. And I got to go to work every day. And then I come home and you're stressed out. And then you right. expect me to pick up the slack. So at that point, it's, it's a compromise mm-hmm. and you have to figure it out. But if you have a friend or you have an aunt or you have a, you know, a, yeah, a sibling, sibling, anybody that you could say, listen, I need a break. Right. And even if it's once every two weeks that Mm -hmm. you know you're going to get that break, it's going to help you. But ask for help. Ask for help, always. It's so important to make sure that you are telling people around you when you're feeling overwhelmed. Yes. Communication is key in everything in life. We'll have that on a separate podcast. But you really do need to communicate your needs in your marriage, in your friendships, in your, with your children. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are times where, you know, I think, oh, he's not going to understand because he's only 12 and he gets it. He gets it. If I'm like, I need time. Mm-hmm. I need to be by myself for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. please. I just, and I'll breathe. And it's usually not said that calmly. No, <laughs> be honest. no, it's probably not, <laughs> but um, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. Um, but it could be a stretch. It could be 10 minutes of yoga. It could be, you know, whatever helps me recenter. And for me, I have to be honest, what has helped me writing things down. And I know you do this too. Yeah. Making lists, making lists, putting your day down so you can see, Hey, I have a window of time right here that I could maybe do something for myself. Maybe I could go out for a walk right. for that 20 minutes or that half hour or even calling a friend for or a call minutes, friends, mm-hmm. you know, on the phone. Um, but making lists is key. And, and, or like I have a planner, so I'll have a list and then I have a planner. I mean, I have, we have lists. We, yeah. Our lists have lists. We're those people. Right. right? Um, but yeah, I really believe that, that some people need that. Some people don't. Some people can be like, all right, I know my day in my head. Right. Here's what I'm going to take that time. Right. I'm a visual person. I have to have it written down. I have to have it in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and while lists are important, it is also important to be able to Improvise veer from and veer yes. from that list. Yes. Because, you know, if you have X, Y, and Z that needs to get done, 
but you know that A, B, and C can hold off until tomorrow, yes. then you have to prioritize. And, um, but yes, definitely yes, so you can delegate mm-hmm. to somebody else or you can delay it to the next day. It doesn't have to all happen in that day. That's really important to remember mm-hmm. that you are human at first, right? We're human. Yeah. Uh, we have really ambitious thoughts sometimes when we wake up that today's going to be the day I'm going to get everything done. I'm going to get all five loads of laundry done, folded and put away. No, you're not. You're getting two of them folded and put away and the other two are in the dryer and the washer and have to be, and have to be rewashed. Exactly. (laughs) Let's be honest. Yeah. But another thing, you know, definitely the most important thing though, is first telling your spouse. Yes. Let them know so that there doesn't become a disconnect down the right. road because you're feeling overwhelmed. And like I said, they might be feeling overwhelmed too. Right. And you just don't realize it. So communication, communication. is key. And oftentimes what will happen, and I think this happens with you too, is I'll feel like he doesn't understand. He's not going to understand. And then all I'll say to my husband is, I, I'm really struggling. I'm stressed. I have a lot going on. And all he says to me is, how can I help? Now, had I just addressed that from the beginning and not gone into my little tizzy of, you know, not having time to do something that I wanted to do, it would have been a huge difference, you know, and he's always very helpful and tries to be supportive at all times, but that comes from talking to each other. You know, if, if he came home and I was so frazzled and like, I had nothing, I had no time to myself today. I didn't get time to make dinner. Then, then you're coming off as, you know, Mm -hmm. you're lashing out and Mm -hmm. he just walked in the door. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah. You're on the attack and that's not fair either. Because I've had that too, where with uncle Bill, I've said something and his, his thing lately is, well, did you call a friend? (laughs) Did you talk to Jenna? Yeah. Maybe you should get together. I'm like, right. it's a pandemic. We can't get together. And he's like, you can meet at a park and walk outside. So sometimes it just takes that yes, outsider that looking in saying, mm-hmm. no, no, don't reinvent the wheel. Right. Go on a walk. Make a phone call. Get a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> calm down. Yeah. But it is totally different when your kids are small. Yes. Because it is very, very overwhelming. And but, they need you. Yeah, they do need you. They need you. But you need to be mm-hmm. your biggest advocate. You're a, a huge advocate for your children. You need right. to be an advocate for yourself. Right. And what you need to be that better mom. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I'm talking from experience because I was, I was that mom that yelled. Mm-hmm. Like, because I thought the louder I yelled, the more they would listen. Yes. And the louder I yelled, the more they turned me out. Mm-hmm. So that, exactly. that is, is huge. Mm-hmm. So I am talking from experience there, and I was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband worked long hours. I lived out in the country. And I finally, I think it was my sister actually said, well, why don't you go find a mommy and me group? And I'm like, what? What is this thing you're talking about? <laughs> and I did. And I actually met one of my very good friends, Justine. She was in the same boat. She had mm-hmm. two little boys, too. And, and we were living out in the middle of nowhere. Then we went to an exercise class at some church, and that's where we met our other friend, Angel. Like, right. We were hiding in the back row, all of us, and then we just started talking, and then we started doing mommy and me groups alone, the three mm-hmm. of us. So, And you have lasting friendships. Oh, that. they're amazing. Mm. They're amazing women. So it, if you find a group like that, mm-hmm. and I know it's harder now to get together, but it I is. think they do some Zoom, and as the they weather do. gets nicer, you can meet in parks mm-hmm. and things like that. But... Um, but try to find a place 
Yeah. That you can socialize with people who are kind of in the same boat. And then we would watch each other's kids. Right. Justine went back to school. I would watch her kids. She would watch mine. Mm -hmm. And then you can get a date night in there too because you have people that can help you out who understand when you're at your breaking point and need help. Yes. And and like we have that too. We have a good close-knit group of friends and they've all offered at Mm -hmm. any given time to take our son so we could go and do something if we'd like. And it's important to have people. We have family also that would do that. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have that. But if you don't have that, because say you live here and none of your family does, we have that situation. I I worked for a family as a nanny in my younger years and they were the only ones here that her family and his family lived far. And it was tough sometimes for her to, you know, get a break because they didn't have other people other than me or maybe a babysitter to, to give them that break. Um, so it it looks different for everybody. We understand that, but really what is important is you just try no matter what it is. Maybe it's a bath. Like when you have little kids, babies and they're sleeping, Mm -hmm. maybe you take a bath and you just, you know, sit there. Maybe you read a book in your bath, you know, whatever it is that, that can bring you some peaceful time. And it's important too, I think to, I think we're all guilty of looking around at other moms around us and think they have it all together or they're perfect or Mm -hmm. just because they're dressed a little bit nicer that they have it all together. And I think it's important that if you see another parent like that, ask them, so, Hey, you know, how do you do it? Because right. you seem to really have it all together. And there's a chance that they they might be feeling as overwhelmed mm-hmm. as you are, but they mm-hmm. the thing that makes them feel better is to actually, you know, maybe get a little dressed up and right. maybe feel a little more human themselves. Right. I had a friend who told me that um, before someone got to know her, they always thought that maybe she was just a little too highfalutin for mm-hmm. them. She's the most down-to-earth person you could ever meet. But because she would dress in mm-hmm. her jeans and her high heels, um, people wouldn't approach her. But then as people gotcha. did get to know her, they're like, oh my gosh, you're you're just in the same boat as the rest of us. Right. But because she seemed to have it all together. Mm-hmm. That's intimidating. She does. That's it, intimidating to people. Exactly. I remember saying to a friend once, um, you know, your Facebook feed looks ama- like you have this life all figured out. You have four kids. Mm-hmm. You're constantly somewhere with them. You're doing all these great things. Wow. And she basically said to me, yeah, five minutes before that picture was taken, there was a complete meltdown and it was a mess. Well, aren't we all guilty of putting our most perfect Yes. I mean, it's a highlight there. feed. Yeah. It's a highlight feed. But realize that that's how it is too when you see people out in public. Hey, they got to go out today. They put on a nice outfit. Maybe you didn't because that's not your thing. But don't begrudge judge. them because yeah, of judge that. Them. Yeah. And you know what? And if they do have it all mm. together... Find out how they're doing it. Find out how they're doing it. That's right. Learn from them. Yeah. Learn from them. If everyone, this is like my huge motto. If everyone would just talk openly Mm -hmm. about things, anything. Right. Um, whether you're being oh, feeling overwhelmed right. or you just feel unappreciated or whatever, I think the world would be a much happier place because there's such this delusion out there. Oh, yes. Especially with social media. Absolutely. You put everything that's perfect. Mm-hmm. The one time I did, we were going to a function and I swear we took 50 pictures and I finally posted all 50 pictures because it was a sequence. We were yelling at each other. <laughs> we were giving dirty looks to each other. And then we finally got that one picture. Mm-hmm. But it was the most hysterical post because I got so many comments. Yes. People were like, I am so relieved to see this. Right. 
because none of us no. are perfect. No, and everybody has that in their lives. Everybody, everybody has that in their lives. That reminds me of something. I don't know if any of you watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but um, there was an episode where she's a comedian and she travels and her ex-husband has the children or her family has the children while she travels. And she called and she was asking all these questions about the kids and they're young, little, like maybe, I don't know, five and three. I don't watch it. I don't know. And she was asking him all these questions like, is this done? Is that done? Does he have this? Does she have that? And he goes, I don't know. And she said, okay, can you just make sure they have all their limbs? Mm-hmm. And, she, and he said, sure, I can do that. After all, there aren't that many. So mm-hmm. remember that there are going to be days like that yeah. where if they're like, what did you say? If they're alive? Oh, so my, yeah, I had always said at the end of the day when mm-hmm. my kids were small, at the end of the day, it's a successful one if everyone is safe and accounted for. Right. They right. could be dirty. They could yes. be, you know, half fed or whatever. <laughs> but as long as they are safe and accounted for, it was a good day. Yes. Yes. And that, ha- that is... That happens on a many, many days. Let that be your goal and work from there. <laughs> if that's your goal, there's only up from there, right? Exactly. I mean, we could only go up from there. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely something that's taken too lightly. I think people push it off because they think, I'll get to it. It'll be fine. I'll right. get to that last. I'll do that last. Right. Um, and I think that that's sad for our society because it, like you said, I mean, think about how funny it would be if everybody woke up in the morning and came downstairs and stated how they're like, okay, oh, what today is like, like yeah. if I came down and was like, okay guys, today's a great day. I'm feeling terrific. And my husband came down and was like, yeah, no, I'm feeling not terrific. I slept terribly. And then my son was like, okay, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> you know, like if everybody was just honest with how they're yeah. feeling and what they needed. Yeah. Um, on a, on any given day, because every day is different. Some days I wake up feeling super refreshed. Mm-hmm. Other days I wake up feeling very tired. Mm-hmm. And those are the days where I think to myself, today is the day I need to take some time right. to do something for me and take care of me because I am not starting the mm-hmm. way I, I want to start. I'm mm-hmm. not feeling the way I would like to be feeling. Right. <clears throat> so main things, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let people know how you feel if yes. you're overwhelmed or... Or if you Ask see, for help. or if you see somebody who seems seems overwhelmed, right. say something nice to them. Oh my goodness! You or know? smile. It yeah. doesn't take. I mean, anything I've already been that. at the grocery store where I see kids misbehaving, and I just say to the mom, "I'm like, you're doing a good job. Mine are 27 and 25. You'll get there. Yes. Don't worry, you'll get there." Because we all have days like that. We have sometimes weeks. Yes. Sometimes a month. It uh, just depends. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, a season. <laughs> it, it really just depends. But if you can ask for help, talk to your spouse, especially that mm-hmm. is key. And then if you have like Jenna and I have each other, we have our mm-hmm. girlfriends. Um, if you have a sibling or, or your mom, like I don't have my mom anymore, right. but you have your mom mm-hmm. and you can say, listen, I'm overwhelmed. She might say, all right, what do you want? She'll No, she'll <laughs> say, just get over yourself. But that's, but to be fair, she will be the first one to come and say, well, I'll stay with Connor. I'll yes. stay with, you know, at your house and go do, you know, what you need. She would be the first to do that. And I appreciate that yeah. on so many levels. And I know a lot of people, like I said, don't and have that. And she was a single mom. She was so a single mom. So she especially gets it. Yes. I don't, and I don't know that there was very much self-care going on in those days, right? No. I mean, single oh mom gosh. working to support a child. No. Probably not too much time to yourself. Um, other than, you know, she would come home and watch, she would record her soap operas and come home right. and watch them. So that, but that was, was her, her time. Her decompression. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So 
I think that that's important though. Talk, find somebody, find a mommy and me group. But mm-hmm. even, I think a lot of churches have that. That's where they these do. were through that I had done. And they I do. didn't even belong to the church. Right. You don't have to belong to the church yeah. to go to those. And the YMCA has them. Mm-hmm. And if you have a community center, a lot of times they have them. Yeah. Even if you go on Facebook, they have yeah, groups, groups that you can join. Meetup, I know, is another one that has mm-hmm. places you can go on. And um, yeah, so just... If you have a, a nice group of friends or people that can help you out and maybe give you an hour a week, do it. And especially just remember, if, if somebody truly cares about you, they're not going to judge you for how you feel. No. So if you truly have you know, that family or friend that mm. you can really tell anything to, they're not going to judge you. They're just going to help you. Yes. Yes, because there's many days where I'll call you and be like, I, I just, I don't even feel like doing anything today. Yeah. And you will talk me off my little ledge. Mm-hmm. Give me, remind me of my resources that I have and ways to, you know, feel better. And I do. Right. And I hang up feeling refreshed. Good. That's good. Yeah. That makes me happy. <laughs> I hope I do the same. I don't know. You do. You do. So it's, it's, uh, it's definitely something that everybody can benefit from. Not just you, but everybody around you. Yes. And um, with that, I think we'll end the the podcast for today and remind you what the quote was. It's you cannot pour from an empty cup. Take care of yourself first. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And namaste. namaste.